I'm saying? It kicks in, you got to know the word for yourself. Yeah. It don't mm-hmm. matter. Just because something means, let me get, let me get something. Go ahead. Take your time. I'm going to just say John 3.16. Just throw a generic <laughs> verse out there. I just get more easy. Like, just, just say somebody quotes John 3.16. It might mean something totally different to that person mm-hmm. than it means to you. But you have to use your wisdom inside of you to find out what that means to help you get that time. The crazy thing is God might say a scripture to all of us, but it'll hit us differently. Right. Mm-hmm. The different revelations of God. So, you know what I mean? Just depending on where we are in our walk. So, you know what I mean? That's the power of God. We back, we back man. Another episode of Saving Such. Excited about this one. First, got my guy Joe back. In yes, the sir. I'm back. I've been behind the scenes, though. Yeah, I've, been, yeah. I've, been, I've been chilling. Yeah, my guy. Ray Sean, the producer. Uh-huh. 939's in the building. But well, we got the anointed ones. We got a <laughs> we got a Shanti. And we got Alexis in the building, man. Appreciate y'all having appreciate y'all coming on. Of course, of course. But first we're gonna start off with you know, I mean a mental health check-in. Uh ten being the best, one being the least. Spiritually, mentally, emotionally, how you feeling, bro? We'll go around the room. I'm gonna go with about a um six and a half for real, for real. Yeah. It's been a long day, you know church people. Sunday, y'all. Yeah. Stressing you out a little bit? Stressing me. You know. Yeah, I know. Stressful. I'm going to keep it real with y'all. Six and a half. All right, bro. Go ahead, Ashanti. Um, I'm going to say eight. Mm Mm-hmm. I got to explain why. If you want to, you ain't got to. I think I'm cool right now. Yeah. I'm cool. I could be better. I could be, I could be worse. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm cool. I'm in a good, I'm in a good spot. spot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Uh, I would say a seven. Yeah, like Shanti said, halfway good spot. It has my moments. I'm just, I'm gonna say about an eight. You know, I, mean, I could be better. Awesome. But Rayshawn, he blew me. Uh, <laughs> the weather outside blew me, but the Falcons just won, so I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. But let's jump on right into the show. You know, what I mean, we got two of the anointed ones on here. You know, what I mean, so just talk to us a little bit about your upbringing and. I mean, what led y'all to what led y'all to become the anointed ones? You go first, Alexis. Um. Well, I grew up in church. Mm-hmm. My dad was a pastor. My mom a first lady, and then I just felt like I was always gonna end up doing something in church, and it was dance. I started in elementary school. Mm-hmm. That's how I met Ashanti, and. Yeah, that's just how it went from there. Yeah. Um, I guess I grew up in church as well. Um, I didn't really have no background in church. Like, my people didn't really grow up in church. But um, I think it was big for my mother, for me, and my sister to grow up in church. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, started dancing young, singing, uh, dropped the dancing, yeah. kept singing. So, yeah. Okay. That's all right, though. Now, back to you, though. You being um, a preacher's kid, do you feel like it's added pressure on you to, like, stay in church? And, like, how do you deal with that? Um, sometimes, yeah, because mainly because my mom, she's, like, serious about church. And she kind of is like, you know, we should be in church and all the time. So, I mean, I do feel pressure. I mean, when I was younger, I felt like I just always had to be in church, but... I feel like now I got older and, like, having, like, an actual conversation with my mom, like, talking about spiritual things, like, I feel like she gives us the space that we need, like, if we don't go to church. Yeah. She's not really too on us as she used to be, so, yeah. 
That's tough. That's a little different, though. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of people, like, um, who grow up like PKs for real, mm-hmm. um, they don't have that space to, like, um, be they self, like, if they don't want to go to church, but even though they might still have a relationship with God, I see a lot of times people get forced to go to church, and that kind of ruins a relationship with God. So it's kind of really a great thing that you got a mother like that who were able to um, give you your space for real. Well said, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm going to ask all y'all, all three of y'all, y'all all ministers. You know what I mean? Y'all all. Oh, that, that's deep from you. Yeah, yeah. You say, you know what I mean, y'all dance. Um, like, how does that take a toll on y'all? Like, week in and week out, just having to get up there and just, you know what I mean, be used by God. I'll start with you, Joe. Used by me? Okay, start with me. So, I feel like um, it's a difference between when you're serving and you're um, a regular person in church. And I don't mean, like, just a regular person. Like, y'all not as equal to anybody who serves, but... It's when you serve, you don't have that time. Your time to study the word is during the week, weekdays for real. But when you're serving, like, you have a job to do, and your job is to lead those people um, who are there need to be delivered. It's your job to lead them. So it's a lot of pressure because everything falls on you. That service don't get jumping until you get up there and you get moved by the spirit and you start jumping and people else in the service start jumping. So it's a lot of pressure for real. Mm. I'm next. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I feel like um, I definitely stepped back. But when I was up there, when I was, um, like, ministering like a lot, I think I can speak on, like, you are the vessel, right? So I think the point of it is for God to move through you. So... You really do have to kind of stay on your P's and Q's because, like, you do have personal things. And especially being young and doing it, you got to deal with your personal emotions, school, if you have a job. You got to deal with all the pressures of that family life, but still be the vessel. So it's like, it is pressure. I agree with you. It is pressure. And it's like, you kind of do set the tone when you go up there. So it's it's hard, but it's it's worth it. So, I like that. I like that. Um, I would say. I mean, I agree, obviously, but I kind of been feeling like that lately. Like, when you're young, like of course you want to be more involved, but then as you get older, more responsibilities come into place, and you know, you feel like you need to focus more on those responsibilities and I felt like I didn't have time like I'm starting to grow out like I don't really have time to dance anymore and like we've actually had this conversation like with our dance leader like telling us like you can't just up and say you can't you're not gonna dance type thing like you have to if you're committed to something you need to stay committed to it because it's kind of like your relationship with God like you can't really, you just can't up and say you're not going to do it anymore. And that's kind of like getting hard because sometimes you do need a break and it does get a lot because if you're not feeling up to it, like if I'm not feeling up to it, like I just don't want to do it at all. But I feel like i just been pushing through really because I feel like after it's done, like I'm not stressed anymore. I feel like because dance helps me, you know to push all like worries and stuff like so that's why so would you say like dance like helps with like your mental health 
Yeah, I, I think it does. I feel like it definitely do because once I start and like once we go to practice and all that stuff, that's like all I'm focused about. Like is like what we're doing there. Like I, I really do think it's like a break from like the outside world and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah we don't. You know, what I mean, on this show we big on mental health. Um, if you watch the show, you know, I mean, you heard me tell a couple stories about how, like, God, like, you know what I mean, like, just showed me, like, the things that I was dealing with. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know I had, for real. So, like, my depression, my anxiety, like, I didn't know I really had that till he kind of sat me down and was like, you know what I mean, bro, you deal with that. So, you know what I mean? So, what would you say to somebody out there that ministering on a choir but don't really know how to, like, deal with that mental health aspect? Because we don't really talk about it enough in church. Nah, I feel you. Um, I feel like... Personally, for me, um, a lot of church people are going to tell you to keep pressing, but I do feel like mentally it is okay to want to break and sometimes to take a break because sometimes when people are physically and mentally burnt out in the church, it causes them to lash out in aggression and give attitudes to people that really need your help. So I feel like you fine-tuning yourself can better help you fine tune the other people that need that for real mm. that's personally what I think take your break take your break take your break how long would you say the break have to be so ooh, let me see yeah that's a good question cause I'm in a process now where I'm like I'm trying to take a break myself mm-hmm. first I said two months then I was like whoa that's a long time so I'd say between like maybe like one to three weeks one to three weeks yeah I definitely feel that toe. Like, as far as, like, me being an armor bearer, like, as soon as I come through the door, they're on me. Like, can't even get a break. And then they call me, like, all during the week and stuff like that. So, like, it definitely take a toll on you. You know what I mean? I be tired, bro. Especially, like, the things that I do away from the oh, I seen. You be, you be hustling. Yeah, bro. you know what I mean? So, like, that kind of take a toll on me. But, you know, I mean, we was talking about a little bit off camera. You know what I mean? But the whole uh, situation about us like holding people to higher standards and be and forgetting that they're human beings at the end of the day mm-hmm. you know what I mean I feel like that's not like talked about enough especially the Dante Bo Maverick City yeah. uh, situation what's your thoughts on that bro Just, my thoughts on that uh, I really can't say what should have been done in that situation I just feel like it's sort of like he was abandoned right. not because he's done anything wrong but too many times, um, I feel like a lot of Christians feel like there's a certain look you got to hold up to. Mm-hmm. But there really isn't no look. You know what I mean? There's really no look that you really got to have. Like, for me, myself, I know when we singing, they might want us to wear this. Or they might want us to wear something else. But I feel like sometimes I'll go up there in some sweatpants. You know I don't really care. Yeah, I know you don't. I feel like in that situation... <laughs> I feel like in that situation, it's sort of like um, let people be who they are. You have no right to judge them. It's okay if you want to kick him out of the group, but don't put him on blast for real. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's your thoughts on the situation? I feel like, I feel like, okay, I feel like the statement that they put out, I didn't agree with the statement with Mm -hmm. them saying like, what they say? Inconsistent behavior. Inconsistent behavior. I felt like that was way too much. And then for it to be like, oh, we stand with him and his health, but, you know, we all need a perfect savior. I felt like that was just too, it was saying too much. 
Like, if it was, okay, we're going to put it out there for people asking about where he's at, keep it professional. If it's, I'm going to go about it as, this is a professional relationship, we're going to end this professionally, or we're going to put it out there that it's, he's not going to be with us, let it be professional. Mm-hmm. Inconsistent behavior, that's, now people asking questions, what is inconsistent behavior? What that mean? Right. So it's mm-hmm. like, and then it's like, oh, if they have any more questions, go to his account. So now people go into his account like, oh, what you doing? What's the inconsistent behavior? What you want? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that was just too much. And I do agree with the whole, like, I felt like it was an abandonment thing because it's like, what is inconsistent behavior? Like, say inconsistent behavior is he needed a break. Mm-hmm. He needed a mental health break. I like break. that. I say like that's that. the inconsistency. Something's mm-hmm. going on with him mentally and his behavior is changing. That could be inconsistent. So mm-hmm. it's like... For them to be like, yeah, let's cut it. He's not going to be with us. Yeah. Uh, go to him if you got any questions. Yeah. Like, it, to me, that was just like, mm, I don't really agree with that. No, no, I definitely feel you. What's your thought? Um, I just feel like, like, as we were saying, like, we feel like we hold people up to a certain standard, especially if they're singers or dancers or especially like pastors, like we feel like they can't have breaks or they can't slip up. Like whatever the case was like with him, like when people ask like, Oh, inconsistent behavior, then they're just going to fill it in with what they think he did. And then people try to like now the whole cancel thing and cancel culture, like, like he's just done. But I feel like we need, like we need to give people grace because if we don't, I mean, grace doesn't run out for us. So who are we to say it runs out for someone else? And I just feel like if he needed time, like we should give him time. And like a lot of people be like, oh, we need to pray for them. But like, they don't actually like pray for them or like they just cut them, just cut them off. And I just feel like as Christians, we could do better when it comes to that. Like Mm -hmm. understanding if we were put in that position, like we will want someone to have grace for us because like, like I don't want to say regular people, but like you know how you were saying, right, like right, right. if you're not on that type, if not like a musician or anything or on the platform, like you, you really do have to feel like you have to be perfect because if you're gone for a couple of days, there you come and you come back and I'm like, well, so where have you been? How come you haven't been singing and this and that? But like if you just if you wasn't a singer, you just a regular like you know in the congregation, like as you know, it's not that noticeable that you're gone type Mm. thing because like you feel like they have to be there like you have to be like this you have to dress a certain way and look a certain way and live a certain life and like you don't have time for like slip-ups and stuff yeah i definitely agree with that that was well said too i mean and me and this guy we big maverick city supporters we Mm -hmm. went to their concert i ain't gonna lie that kind of crushed me like when they they just dropped him like that yeah crush rayshawn too he just started listening he ain't a real fan he ain't no real fan he ain't no day one right he's a day three (laughs) but uh but yeah it's just like they got they try to christians like it's it's kind of crazy bro it's like we learn about grace and mercy but we show the opposite like we show no type of love and like that'd be That'd be mind-blowing. And from Maverick City's standpoint, it's like, you know this guy. Like, y'all been with this guy since day one. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? I would never allow some outsiders, some people who right. type in on the internet on their phones to tell me, like, he should be kicked off. Right. And then we listen to it. I think that's the difference between, like, I call it, like, church people, but then I call them, call other people Christians. It's a different category. Like, 
I feel like the church people are the people who are trying to maintain a look mm-hmm. and trying to look a certain way and trying to fit that mold of what a person in church and of Christ should look like. I feel like real Christians are people who um who are go-getters for real, for real. They don't matter what um, the circumstance may be, don't matter where they got to reach somebody, they're going to go get them. Mm-hmm. Either I'm going to be in my sweatpants and I'm going to preach to you or I'm going to be in my suit and tie and I'm going to preach to you. That's, right. a, that's just a different thing me. Yeah, that's how I feel too. Three piece suits, that don't people don't wear them like right. that too much, too, many, too much more. So it's like it's just a whole new generation, you know what I mean? Like God said, like He's going to do a new thing, you know? Scripture, I know. scripture, yeah. Scripture. So He said He's going to do a new thing, man. So what God is doing, especially with the youth, is exciting. Um, the anointed ones, you know, what I mean, things of that nature. So. You know what I mean? I just feel like that's just something that we got to continue to just emphasize on is like grace. Right. You know what I mean? But growing up in a social media era, you know what I mean? It's something that we can only talk about. Like the older people in the church, they can't really discuss. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like I was having a conversation with uh, an elder from our church. Like what what would you say like kind of like is a distraction and like something that like is good for social media? I'm going to let y'all answer that first. <laughs> I guess I'll go first. <laughs> um, I feel like with social media, I mean, it can be good and bad. Like, I feel like everyone thinks that way because some stuff that you see on social media can be tempting to do. And my, cause sometimes you need a break because you know, if you're on social media, you get tem- like temptation. So that's why you need a break. That's how it could be bad. But then social media is also good because like as young people, we're on social media and we're taught to spread the gospel, and that's the one way we can do it. Mm-hmm. But social media can definitely be a distraction because everyone has a lot of opinions, and you can be persuaded easily. And I feel like that's why I sometimes feel like I need a break from social media because, like, I start to see negative things, and then I feel negative emotions from that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like social media has stuff changed and from what it used to be because like growing up I feel like it wasn't this I mean at least to me it wasn't like a big distraction because mm-hmm. I felt like you know people post pictures they keep it moving right. but now with more stuff like canceling people more into influencers like and you know idolizing influencers and all that stuff and like seeing what other people got and comparing like I feel like it was death grown into something like a negative way so. yeah yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like social media. Oh, can I move? Yeah, go ahead. Right. I feel like social media is a good and bad thing because it can be good because you reach a lot of people quick, mm-hmm. and it's like you can use your platform for good. It gives you that platform to reach people from all over, it could be people close to you, people real far, people from all walks of life. Like, it's there for the platform. So I feel like that's the good part about it. But the bad part, I feel like people get into the habit of comparing themselves Mm -hmm. to other people. They don't even really have to be celebrities. Like people just compare themselves to other people and in their compare their journey to other people's journey. And it's like I might see him. He got all of this, but I'm not there yet. So I feel like in a sense it gets bad because now you kind of off track. Now you're worrying about what somebody else got, and it's like comparison kills. So mm-hmm. that's where it gets bad, and then that can affect your mental health, and that can affect different parts of you. So I feel like, but it still has its good parts to it. Like, 
some people do post their pictures and go. Yeah. But most people not doing that. No, <laughs> no. It's always a mess on social media. So, yeah, that's how I feel about it. Well, I say for me, like like they saying, like it's a good, it's a bad thing. Um, I feel like um for business people and for promoting, I feel like it's a really good tool and it's a really um important asset. Um, but I feel like more so on the personal side, that's where things get sticky. And um, I know for myself, I remember this one time, you hit the group chat and you was like, bro, brothers, like be careful, temptation out there. I lied to you not. In that very moment is when like. That was literally like God using you mm-hmm. to speak to us. And I was like, oh, bro, let me get back on track. Because, like, yeah. I try to slip off a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been there. <laughs> yeah, we've all been there for real. But um, I feel like for social media, for, like, saying as such, that's really how we, like, we've grown for real. Like, the mm-hmm. reels and um, everything like that. Mm-hmm. So it really has its, like, its good values. But then at the same time, it has its, like... It's dark spots. I mean, like, people do post their stuff and leave. Like, I'm that type of person. Like, I'm going to post my stuff, and I'm going to just let it sit for real. But also, me being on Explore page, yeah, uh, me, right, yeah, I get you in trouble. But I feel for myself, like, the more and more that I sit on Instagram is when um, it starts to cloud my mind. And that's when, like, I'm looking on Instagram more than I'm reading my Bible. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm not really studying what God's telling me to study before I get up on Sunday or something like that. So, like, it takes away from your relationship with God. And on a, it does help your relationship with God because there's some people on Instagram that, like, that, that, right, that get, but it's, like, a very slim few people that really do that, so... Yeah. It's that you really can follow. Right, because, like, you know, like, some people, I know from myself, I start listening to people on um, from Instagram, like, different pastors, and then next thing you know, like, something crazy come out about them. Mm-hmm. Then you look around like, wow, like, I don't really, Yeah, it's weird, I don't know. Yeah, I definitely see what everybody's saying. Like, social media is, like, competition now. To be honest, I ain't so, trying to compete. I ain't yeah. trying to compete. I ain't trying to compete. <laughs> like that's what it is. It's really competition to see like who's allegedly doing the best. Right. You know what I mean? And like I feel like that takes a toll on you mentally too. You keep feeling like you gotta outshine somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that's just people. It's a lot of people like that sending stuff to group chats, like she said, being messy, that type of stuff. So like for me, it's just like I try to take my breaks. You know, we talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Us taking our breaks. Us just praying. Us coming up here. Don't be doing, man. Right. So, like, I feel like that helps us out. But just praying on discernment is so key, especially for, you know, us, the youth, what's going on mm-hmm. nowadays. It's like, it's a whole bunch of weirdness going on. People are weird. You know what I mean? Setting people up, that type of thing. So, like, <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> so, like, um, what would you say, like, is so important for discernment and wisdom in today's time? That's a good question. I, know, bro. I really, I really had to think about that for real. But I'm gonna let y'all answer that. Pass that to y'all. Wisdom. Why is that so key in today's times? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, well, like I said, with social media, everyone has opinions, and that can persuade you. Because I feel like, you know, you start to be like, oh, maybe they're right, and you start to think the way they think and all that stuff. But. I feel like it kind of goes if, like, you know who you are, and if you know what's right, like, you kind of, you know, 
you have your own you have your own judgment on things and how things should be. I I I hope that's making sense because yeah, 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 I don't, sense. I don't know because like what I don't want to compare the two, but see if I'm right. Like you know, like when like the pastor preaches, like you got to know the word because the devil knows it too. Type thing. That's kind of how I would see it, like with wisdom and discernment. Yeah. Like, you really, if that makes sense. <laughs> oh, am, I, am I making sense? Yeah, yeah, like, no, no, you make sense. Yeah, you kind of have to have wisdom and f- be firm in what you believe and what you know, type thing. Because you're going to be easily persuaded. I get it. You get it? No, I get, I get, I get, I get exactly what you're saying. I get, I get exactly what you're saying. Yeah. There's most prophets out there. So. I was yeah, yeah. That. yeah. That's crazy that you just said that. I was, yeah. I was just thinking this way. Sorry. That goes like, yeah. <laughs> nah, because nah, false, false prophets, like, that's real because, like, you ever had somebody in your church that knew the word better than anybody, but then they use it for their own, like, gratification. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. really tricky. So you got to have wisdom in that sense. Yeah, that's it when it comes in, it, it kicks in, you got to know the word for yourself. Yeah. It don't mm-hmm. matter. Just because something means, let me get, let me get something. Go ahead, take your time. I'm going to just say John 3.16. Just throw a generic <laughs> verse out there. I just get more easy. I like, just, just say that. somebody quotes John 3.16. It might mean something totally different to that person mm-hmm. than it means to you. But you have to use your wisdom inside of you to find out what that means to help you get that time. God might say a scripture to all of us, but it'll hit us differently. Right. Mm-hmm. The different revelations of God. So, you know what I mean? Just depending on where we are in our walk. So, you know what I mean? That's the power of God. But this has definitely been dope, man. We're going to take a little short break. Rashawn, just drop something, man. We'll be right back. All right. We back at a short break. We got Rashawn T, a.k.a. Big Dog. <laughs> <laughs> we got Alexis, a.k.a. Baller Lex. Baller X. Baller Lex. Baller Lex. 20 points a game. Oh, 20? Google it. How many assists? I mean, 10. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man. No, that definitely was dope what we was talking about. But next question I'm going to ask y'all is how important it is to find your purpose in life, especially as Christians and dealing with this walk every day. I feel like it's very important to find your purpose. Um... It's a lot of times people try to do different things to find your purpose. And I think that's great um, for you as a Christian. I don't mean like, let me rephrase that. I don't mean like things of the world type things. You know what I mean? But um, a lot of people don't find their purpose until later in life because we had a situation where um, we had an international pastor come for um, our um, apostles ordination and they was translating for him and he said, I've been preaching for 17 years and the first time that I've been here, this is the spot. Like I finally found my purpose, which is really big. Um, I feel like that speak spoke highly of, um, our church and how like we move and like in th- moved in the spirit, things like that. My bad. What's Word of faith and the national outreach. Free promotion. Yeah. Free promotion. <laughs> Y'all got to pay for the next one though. Yeah, for real, for real. <laughs> But um, the purpose um, that you have for your life is like, what's going to set you up? What's what's What are you doing that's going to benefit the kingdom? That's how I look at it. I still haven't found my purpose yet. You think so? I don't think so because I feel like I have a lot of different things that I could do. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like bishops told me, apostles told me, like he's like said, 
you found your purpose. It's the matter of you walking in your purpose, which that might be like part of it, yeah. but I could be wrong. We call you Ty Trippett. Stop. I got like 45 nicknames. Oh, yeah, you do. We ain't going to get into them now. But yeah, go ahead. Just uh, talk about like how important it is to find your purpose. Um, I think it's important to find your purpose. Um, I feel like without it, it's more so like miscellaneous walking. If that makes sense. Yeah. That's kind of like a metaphor, but it makes sense. Like walking will be like, you know, in the journey of life and your walk with God. But I feel like if you don't know where you're going, it's like, what are we doing? Does that make sense? Yeah. That makes sense. So like, yeah, I feel like it's important to know the purpose and to know what it is that is your like contribution to, to the, the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Like, what is your contribution? What are you doing? What are you here for? And it's like, I feel like that could that could probably go back to like mental health, I feel like. Because I feel like everyone has been in that space where it's like, I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't know what's my point here. And I feel like to know that, that could keep you going. Like, I might not feel like doing it today. I might not feel like the best mood, but this is my point. I have to reach people. I got to save somebody. Mm. So, yeah. I like that answer. Great answer. Thank you. Great question. <laughs> um, uh, I would say your purpose is important kind of because you want to know how you should work towards it. Because like Kyle Shanti said, like, if you don't really know your purpose, I feel like I'm still don't know my purpose either. I, I know a lot of people can say, oh, you're anointed and this is for you. But if you don't know it yourself, then you don't know how to how you should move accordingly and how you should work towards that goal type thing. That's it. <laughs> Breek, let me ask you a question. I didn't get okay, go ahead. You think you found your purpose? Uh I feel like I found a small part of it. That's like how I feel. Such is like a small part of my purpose. I think um mentoring, I know I'm called the mentor. So I'm doing that right now as far as, far as like coaching. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, coaching at the high school. So like, I feel like I found a couple of my, my purposes, I would say. Well, like you said, I I feel like I can do so much. You know I mean? I'm just not really crippled in like right. what God put in me. Like mm-hmm. I'm not limited. Do you um, think it's like you can have a purpose or do you think you have purposes? Does that make any sense to y'all? Yes. Like more than one? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's... Like, I ain't going to say, like, I'm just supposed to just do this and that's it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, no, I know I can go out and A, B, C, and D. You know what I mean? So, like, for me, it's just, like, talking with God about purpose. It's like people like to limit purpose to just, like, their careers. Mm. I mean, you got to find purpose in everything, even your relationship. That was mm. that was a bar right there. Yeah, that was good. Am I talking? Yeah, you talking, bro. <laughs> I'm not talking. But, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like, finding purpose, like, for me, like, I was dealing with women... I shouldn't have been dealing with. And I mean, I was taking a toll on me being vulnerable with the audience right now. They like that type of stuff. They do. <laughs> but like, you know, <laughs> just dealing with women, like, I didn't really like need to. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that type of thing. Like, me now, I just realize, like, if she's not like where I'm at, not even where I'm at, but like where I'm, I'm trying, trying to, to go, right. it's no purpose of me like even talking to you for real. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. That's just like a waste of time and energy. And it can get me in trouble. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's definitely how I feel, though. Yeah, you're talking good. <laughs> I'm talking good. <laughs> you're talking good. 
I try a little bit, but you nah, man, we give God the glory, man, for just allowing us to come up here and kick it with all with y'all, man. So I ask everybody to show when they come on here. You know what I mean? What's a legacy y'all want to leave behind? Ooh. Hmm. A legacy that I want to leave behind. I never thought about that. <laughs> I don't really know. Um. I actually have an answer. I do think about this often. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Um, I think that a legacy that I want to leave behind. I feel like I don't necessarily want to be known for the things that I can do, like the abilities that I have, but more so who I am. So I think that I want to leave behind who I am, like the person that I am, the person that God has called me to be, the person that he created. Mm -hmm. So I think that um, the biggest thing for me was to be a person that people can call on. So I think that um, I just try to be that person, like, that more so people can call it, like, you could come to me, like, someone some someone that people feel comfortable with. Like, if you want to talk to me about school, you want to talk to me about your mental health, you want to talk to me about anything, just that person that's, like, well-versed, but, like, somebody that's like, oh, like, she helped me with this, mm -hmm. or she... She um she was there for me when I needed her or something like that. Like just to be able to be someone that people can call on. Mm -hmm. So tough. Yeah. Okay. Oh me, it's on me now. Um I feel like I want my legacy to be um I wanna be remembered as a person who um who did what God asked him to do. Um, you may not know what God like told me to do, but I know for myself, um, legacy doesn't have to be what you remember me as. It's what, um, I remember myself as. If that, I don't know, it sounds weird yeah. and it's, it, it sounds weird in a sense, but I really don't care what I'm remembered as just as long as I'm doing what God is telling me to do. You know what I mean? And that's the impact that I'm going to leave on this earth. You may not know the impact, like, yeah. with my name, but you're going to know that somebody definitely did something. That's a legacy that I want to leave, for real, for real. I told you, I done asked 100 people that. Everybody <laughs> gave me that answer. You know what I mean? But uh, I appreciate that. That was a great answer. Great answer, brother. Mm -hmm. You did good today. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Cliff. <laughs> nah, but, man, it's definitely been another dope, hey. dope, dope episode what your legacy oh, yeah. oh i'm gonna take his answer <laughs> what that's I like crazy that. <laughs> no the dope episode um y'all got anything to leave us as far as a word of encouragement anything for the young kings and queens watching hmm. um <laughs> keep a heart of gold you said what shout out to jeremiah because i stole that from him Remember? what was it keep a heart of gold keep a heart of gold remember he said that one time in church <laughs> and i was like that was nice it got to be something like quick. Quick, deep, whatever you got. Okay. I was thinking about this. I was going to answer for a question earlier, but I don't know what happened. I probably forgot. Um, I think that the biggest thing for me to leave, I could say. All right, I'm going to give you some backstory so it makes sense. So I had came to this service. It was at Helping Hands, and it was a preacher preaching. I don't even remember his name. I feel bad. But it was right before he had called, like, 
altar call and he was saying that before the people, the ministers or whatever came to altar call to help pray for people to make sure that they could so they weren't bleeding on other people. And I felt like that you was about, uh sorry to interrupt. What's his name? Uh uh Minister Tagana or Elder Tagana. Elder Tagana. Shout out to him. Yeah. But yeah, he mm. said that and I felt like that just really stuck with me because it's like we really people don't really talk too much about healing from their trauma. And I think that they get caught up in the title of like, oh, I have to do this. Or especially when it comes to ministry, when it's like, oh, I'm this person. I'm the dancer. I'm the singer. Mm-hmm. I'm the, I'm on this. I'm on that. And it's like sometimes we forget to actually truly heal, take the time to learn yourself and heal. And um, especially so you're not bleeding on other people and their process. So I think in the end, to just make sure you're not bleeding and to process your own trauma and to heal. I'm glad you said that because I honestly forgot about that. And that really did tie into literally what we were talking about. Yeah. Because a lot of people like, especially ministers, like they feel like they have to go up and pray for other people. But it's like, how can you pray for other people and you're hurting inside yourself? Like you need prayer yourself. And that's why you need the break to go get your prayer and get your healing before you can put your hands on other people and type things. Right. Good point. Good point. Good point. (laughs) I appreciate that you got some <laughs> Nah, that's it. That sums it up for me. That's it, man. We appreciate y'all kicking it with us. Oh, give out your socials. Social media. Since you said that, big baller Lex. <laughs> My social media is just Olex and it's J U S O L E X. That's my Instagram. Um, my Instagram is I am Ashanti Kalia. Um, spelled like the singer, Ashanti, and then K A L I Y A H all together. No underscore? No it's underscore. Joe. G-L-O-B-O-I dot J-O. Follow me from the nine, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Nah, but this has definitely been another great episode, man. Continue to like, subscribe. You can find us on all social media platforms at S-A-V-E-D-N-S-U-C-H. We appreciate y'all, man. Continue to live, continue to laugh, continue to love. We out.